Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the World's Worst NASCAR Podcast. I'm Turnpike. I'm Green. And today we're going to be running over something a little different, but also kind of the same. Who are you going to run over? You. I understand. Well, I do that on a weekly basis because your ideas are garbage. But we're going to do something slightly similar to something we've talked about in various different episodes. But we kind of wanted to set it out and have an official go-to when we bring this up because this is one of the things we don't have an official go-to for so actually dylan's much better at explaining this so uh mr green why don't you go ahead and explain what we're going to be doing today today we are going to look at the series and how they relate to each other when it comes to kind of tiering the stock car series across the nation um right now the nascar ladder system's a little broken (laughs) The top three are kind of defined. Truck series is absolute chaos, by the way. But to me, below that, what do you consider next? I mean, ARCA is technically down there, but I don't know if I would be uh, searching that place for my next NASCAR Cup Series star. Where do late model tours come into place? Where do... Where does any... Where's the modified tour fall? It's like all this stuff, we don't have a clear answer as to what the latter is because... Stock car in itself is just so diverse when you come to... I mean, you've got Cup Series, you've got the Truck Series, Xfinity, then you've got Modifieds, and you got Late Models. But wait, there's Pro Late Model, Limited Late Model, Super Late Model, Late Model Stock. There is all kinds of everything in the series. So we're going to create a tier list. What is What should the NASCAR ladder system be if we were placed in charge turnpike. What do you think? Give me give me an idea. Dive in. What does your ladder look like? How do you progress? Oh, well, that's kind of a loaded question right off the bat. Yeah, just go. Tell me just the go. whole thing right now. Whole thing cuz I want to I want to know how wrong you are. Okay. So, uh, start at the top, obviously Cup Series. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I would imagine the top three are staying the same in yours. The, th- the top three are staying the same. Okay. And I think the problem isn't with the ladder in the way of, well, this series doesn't need to be here or whatever. It's just there's no there's no help. The, the ladder is there. It's just kind of rotted out and decrepit. It's a very decrepit ladder. Have you ever done that? You ever seen like a staircase in like an old abandoned house where like half the steps are missing, but you can still make it up the ladder. You just got to hurl your way through some steps and risk injury. Yeah. That's kind of how the NASCAR ladder is. Um, I see it being a little bit differently though. And of course, I know some of my ideas that I'll get to, like what's stuff about the Trucks and Xfinity series, are not feasible. So I'm not going to make it as a, well, if they did this, it would fix it. Because it's not feasible. The cultures that we have and the way that we run things is ingrained for a reason. And I don't expect any of that to change. And I and partially I don't want it to. But this is just how I feel. So my ladder development will begin at ARCA. So let's go ahead and start ARCA. So uh, tiers 1 through 3 stay the same. And I'm going to just refer to them as tiers. Yeah. Just, just to That's be That's the way easy. I have it as well. So one thing that we want to do is... 
kind of familiarize the platform. And by that, I mean, like, what kind of platform the car is. So, ARCA is usually old cup cars, stuff like that. So, that is helping to familiarize with the NASCAR professional platform. It's not like a late model or whatever. That's a different platform. Is it very similar? Yeah. Theoretically, yes. But it's a different platform. It's like modified, different platform, or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just different. Dirt, different platform. Date, dirt, late models different platform. I will say I don't think either one of us is touching dirt here. No, um, neither I, one I, of us are really knowledgeable enough in the no, dirt world no, to do I, it justice. And I don't think yeah, neither of us are going to be touching dirt because that's simply just not something that we are involved with. Yeah. If we got my Chili old Bowls this week. Yeah, if we got my old uh podcast co-host, well not podcast, the race, you know, announcer host, Lucas uh, was Lucas. Southeast. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was a major he was dirt guy first and foremost. He's at the Chili Bowl this week. Of course he is. Yeah, yeah of course he he's is. usually at Millbridge and all the other big I think he's had like multiple obstacles like get in his way of going and he's still going. Yeah, like, I think he popped two tires in one night. <laughs> and yeah. I think his camera equipment or something was messed up of like a few days before he was supposed to leave. Of course. But he's there, so it must have must there have worked out one way or another. <laughs> so uh, shout out Lucas. Um. Anyway, so Arca familiarizing yourself with the platform, and I think that needs to stay the same. But it's got to have some help. The Arca series really needs help financially. And if it if it pays better financially, then I think you'll get more people in there. I am willing to. I don't know if this is going to be. I don't know if this is going to be controversial or not, but in my system, you have to run ARCA before you can run any of the top three. In my system, you have to run ARCA. Okay. I don't know. Part part of me wants to say you have to run it a year. Part of me says you have to run it a majority. I don't know exactly on that. I feel like that's kind of one of those things. If it was up to me, it'd be a year. You have to run ARCA for at least a year. So let's say, and I know this is a special thing, and maybe you could just say, well, unless we say you don't have to. But let's say I don't think that should happen. Well, let me let's say Scott McLaughlin. Yeah. IndyCar regular. I think he came he was within the top 5 of the points. He was do, uh, way up there in He points. was like second. He yeah, like that's second what I thought. Third, yeah. But let's say he wants to come run Daytona. He wants to come run Do you require them to run a race in ARCA? Yeah, and that and see that's the weird thing about That's what I was about to say. That, I mean, that is the weird thing of and you understand why it's weird is I think that you can, I think Scott McLaughlin would be great in NASCAR, especially with his V8. And you days. know and you know he would be able to run that. And you oh, know he absolutely. he would, he's not a guy that's going to go out there and be an absolute idiot and and garbage half the field. Like you just know that about Scott. So do I think that he would have to run a full season? No, no, I don't. I don't think. I. I just. That's the. That's the weird gray area, because I don't like this thing of like. Well, just promote him straight past it, because then everyone gets promoted straight past it, and then the arc. There's no reason for Arca. I mean, you have like a Ty Gibbs that ran half a season in Arca. Ah, uh, he, well, he ran no, a he whole ran the, season. No, he ran the full two. season, but yeah, he was also doing one-off Xfinity series starts and all that stuff. Yeah. So. He was winning most of those expenditures yeah. starts. Um, so that's the that's the weird part there. But the the important part is strengthening that foundation in ARCA. Let kids 
I mean, because it's really, it's really what I imagine this is going to get to, is let the kids be in Arca and let them get it figured out there. Because there's going to be, a, with racing a racer, there's a lot of nerves, there's a lot of mental stuff. You know, there's a lot of, I mean, half of it is being able to drive a car for that long. Yeah. And that heat, well, under that condition, working that hard for that long. So, Arca is a great place to get that figured out. Personally, I do not enjoy the Arca schedule. I think they should be running short tracks, mile and a half, Daytona. Yeah, I don't. You think they should race Daytona? I think they can race day. I think they should. Ra- Hold on, now hear me out. I think they can race Daytona. I do not think they should be racing Talladega. I'm t- bold take. Arca doesn't belong at Talladega in road courses. I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah, Daytona. If you are going to teach, because you have to have a super speedway on there, so the people get super speedway experience. Because the only way you're going to get better at that is by doing it. And Daytona is a very well-known... I mean, it's very well-known in the fact that people have people drive it a lot. And it's very easy to understand. Daytona is a very driver... From, from the best of my ability, Daytona is a very driver-friendly super speedway. You know, it's not got, like, the craziness of De- Talladega or whatever. I would say that's true when the pavement is decently new. The pavement, uh. So Daytona, like the it being that close to the beach, the sand, and that overtime does. Because if you've... I know you had iRacing for a little bit. Did you ever do any super speedway stuff? That's all I did was Daytona. Yeah. Did you Basically. Do, did you do the Legend Legacy t- Daytona at all? <laughs> I did not. So the Legacy was from like, I don't know, 2009, 2008, right when iRacing came out. And driving that track compared to 2011 when they did the repave, night and day. Yeah, you had you had to manhandle that wheel at o, o eight o nine. When you got up to eleven, when it was a repave, it was very drive friendly. I I think right now it's still pretty friendly. Right now, I think you're kind of right. I it's getting close to like. It's it's gonna get yeah. there very soon, but well, it's just kind of one of those things. I think it's a lesser of two evils kind of thing. Yeah, well, I, I would mean, much yeah. rather throw them on Daytona, where people are very familiar with it. I feel that too. Than than Talladega. So, yeah, that makes sense. Gotta gotta do it. Maybe have a road course, or two. I don't. I don't think there should be more than that. Yeah, that that then you bring up the day old the uh, day old the question. Da- huh? It's only been a question for a day, <laughs> but no, it brings up the question of do you want a person's first experience on a road course or first experience on a super speedway to be in the top three series. No. That's where that question comes in. Yeah, that's where that, yeah, that's where that comes in. So that's, yeah. I think that you need to have at least a couple benchmarks. So you have to get all of the different track types and then you have to have a couple, you know, other things sprinkled in there. Mostly mile and a half and short tracks is what I'm going to say that they should be doing. Yeah. Because, I think, well, short tracks, you know, that helps. I mean, I think if you raise nothing but short tracks, you're going to do much better at the other things because the skill gap in short tracks is ridiculous because you have to break. Mm-hmm. And you know how ARCA people feel about breaking. <laughs> so I think that would help tremendously getting that sorted. And this goes back into what I said the other day of I think if you, my idea of forcing all the teams to have a lower division car, hopefully there will be some ARCA people. Yeah, that because let's I mean, the car fields need to improve the car. They have to improve. They're so small. I think there's even another team that's not coming back this year. GMS. 
Really? GMS. And is there was not another returning. one too. There's another one too. Was there another one? Yeah. I think it's like a family owned team or something like that. I don't know. I think I remember hearing something like that. You got to do something to get car fields and not just a couple of cars. I'm talking like competitive cars. There needs to be some sort of competitiveness in ARCA because a lot of people are out there just turning laps. I, I say this, and in the past I haven't had the time to watch any of the lower divisions, but. Like, with the time to be able to do it, I would totally invest time watching ARCA if it wasn't a crapshoot. Yeah. It's not good right now. You should never At know. all. So, I don't know. It's Yeah, I, f- I feel that. I, I really, I, re- I mean, I do. I, I, I feel that. And I, it, it's, not, it's not a serious series right now. Hmm. Because, I mean, there's a good point when people talk about um, Haley Deegan's stats. People who... Um, are saying she doesn't really belong where she's at, they'll point to Arca where she was like second out of three full-time competitive cars or something like that. Yeah. I mean, that's our fourth tier. We can get 50 entries into the Snowball Derby. Now, granted, I don't know if that's the exact number. I don't know how many entries we had at Snowball Derby, but they turn people away at Snowball. They turn people away at uh, Southern National for the Thanksgiving. They turn people away to the South Carolina 400. Dale almost didn't make it. They turn people away at all these races. But we have three full-time competitive cars as of a couple years ago. In because our those one-off races are all... Well, they're they're that. They're one-off races. You ain't got to feel... Okay, how many competitive late models do we have in the Cars Tour? Several. Several. How many, how many cars show up at the Cars Tour? And they're good. I don't know exactly. Over you're, thirty. You know, you're the short track guy. Over thirty. I think. I there's a lot of. I think they almost get to forty at a lot of races. <laughs> On a the short track. That's oh yeah. I want to go see. We haven't been to one yet. We need to. Like I watch them online every now and then, um, with a pit row TV. Small hey. plug. But um. But yeah, the there's just there's way too much demand for us to be at three cars. Yeah. Uh, and and. It's not a cheap series. It's not. It's and that's and that is a problem. And I I can speak to this because this is something that I know people that have talked to me a lot about this. The short track game and the arc game, all this stuff. It ain't necessary. It was never affordable. No, but it's not priced out the was it. We are. Do you in know how to make a small priced, fortune in racing? Oh yeah, I know. You start with a big fortune. <laughs> How did I, I, well, who is that? Uh, who who had that? Who was the first? Who do I associate that joke? Probably with? Probably Lauren Lanter. No, he's the one that told me that. Yeah. Well, I wonder. No, I think it's. I think. I think it might be. It's either Jeff. Dun- no, I know exactly who it is. It's uh, Taylor. It's he's a there's a there's a guy and he does puppets. And this is stupid. This is a major tangent. What? But there's a guy. There's a guy that does. Um, I was watching a puppetry. Artist. He's a ventriloquist. Ventriloquist. Like, okay. Like Jeff Dunham. But okay. Family that, friendly. That's a lot. Yeah. He, he does better. like puppets. Yeah. Gosh. Idiot. Use your words. And uh, he does puppets. He was. I just he remember goes to the library and does a puppet show for. I just remember him talking about that. Gardeners. Because if you guys, I, I forget his name. It's it's something. It's something Taylor. And uh, I for, I forget his name, but I I mean I used to watch a lot of this guy, um, Taylor Mason. Yeah, that's it, Taylor Mason. 
I uh, that wasn't even on the screen. I just remembered his name out of nowhere. Taylor, if you guys ever want, like, if you guys have, you know, kids, or whatever, and you want to see something funny, he has some free shows on YouTube. From, Never like, thought that Dry we Bar. would be giving um, puppet suggestions. Yeah, dude, puppeteer I, so suggestions. The first on this time show. I saw him, so he had a show called Taylor's Attic that ran on, I think, Fox or something for kids. That doesn't sound okay. And um. Just bringing kids to Taylor's attic. Get your mind out the gutter. <laughs> I'm not. There's no gutter. Uh-huh. He could kill them up there. Yeah, on a TV show. <laughs> you're 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 too you're too far gone. So I just <laughs> does remember, he drive a white van before? <laughs> no, I remember seeing. I remember seeing. I don't know. We are way off topic, but I've I've committed to this. So I remember seeing his show occasionally when I was a kid, and I was on a cruise, and he was one of the performers. And he brought up a show, and I was sitting there like, "What? I've seen that before!" Like, and it was like this kind of like light bulb moment. And afterwards, it was in like the it was in like one of the adult lounges, and it was a small show. And uh, I went up and talk, like he was just talking to everybody. And I went up and I and I, I started talking to him, and he was like the nicest, most down to earth guy ever. He performs at a lot of churches too. He he does he does some really good really good bits, and. Uh, I just remember he has a puppet called Romeo, true story, that's made out of a Clorox bottle. His head is a Clorox bottle. And I just remember him giving business advice. And his he just remember his I just remember his joke being, if you want to start a big, uh, small business, you got to have to start a big business and wait. That's yeah. where that joke comes from. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I just had to go on a tangent for a second, but he's a, he's a super cool dude who does some super nice family-friendly comedy. And uh, I always want to give a shout out to somebody that I think deserves it. I mean, I'm just being real. I th- I love him. I love Taylor Mason. Yeah, but yeah, we're we were talking about yeah, short the, track racing. <laughs> it is not affordable. Now that we've talked about the puppets, let's talk about the cars. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> speaking of puppets, NASCAR ownership. Oh man, um, yeah. So uh, puppets aside. Stock car racing is not cheap. It never was cheap, but it was better than it is. Yeah. We have left the realm of possibility, and we are now in bukus of money land. Do you have a fifth tier? Cars tour. Okay. I consider that to be kind of the premier, like, late model, because I consider that to be the closest thing to, like, a like a stock car. So, what are you wanting NASCAR to have control of this series? Uh, yes and no. And like, let me, are we going to feed that into requirements? Is kind of where I'm getting at. I think that I kind of like them to be independent as much as possible. Yeah. So I think that that would be up. So if it was up to me, ARCA would be its own thing that is NASCAR adjacent. They get funding, they get all sorts of stuff, but they make their own decisions. And that would be a thing for ARCA to be like, hey, uh, you want to run ARCA? What's your body of work? Or what have what have you run? What have you been running? And then the Cars Tour is just like the ultimate cherry of, oh, yeah, you ran Cars Tour? You've done it well in Cars Tour? You're good. Kind yeah. of thing. I think everything needs to be a proving ground for the next thing. Yeah. That, I mean, that's just kind of how I feel, is everything needs to be progressing and climbing yeah i don't 
and I'm sure we'll come back to this, but like the like the concept of like lifers and series are kind of like I understand that's where they're at. And of course, I want these people to have a career in race because that's what they want to do. But if you failed the ladder and you're just there, in some situations, you're just taking up a car for someone that could need it that's coming up the ladder. Yeah. And I'm not saying that in every case, and I'm not saying I feel that way. I'm just saying there is an argument for that. Yeah. In F2, if you do not produce within a couple years and it's clear that, oh, yeah, he's not cut out for it, you're, you're, you're gone. Yeah. And as, as that's rough. But that also produces a lot of talent because you're also going you're going through people, you're finding out who's who's there, who's not, and it's made some. I mean, you have somebody like Max Verstappen, Charles Leclerc, George Russell that come in and light it on fire. Yeah, and you're like, oh yeah, they're good. Yeah, send them on. So, do you have a tier six? If oh. not, it's all good. That's as far as I went with six. I I think that. Tier six, the only thing that reasonably makes sense is that tier six is more hypothetical and not dead on. Yeah. So I would say tier six is what I would consider your professional stock, your professional late model guys or whatever. Not Cars Tour, but before you go to Cars Tour. So I think that I don't know exactly what Cars Tour requires, if they require anything. But I think that that would be local uh, local tracks and stuff that's like, hey, you're building up your body of work to get into Cars Tour. That's hypothetical Division 6. Yeah. Well, does that mean that we're going on to my ladder And I'm system? sure that there's other details that will come up as we do this. Absolutely. So that's my format. Of course, there's other details in that. Like I talked about, like I don't like lifers. Yeah. That's a part of it. I wish that there was more academies owned by the big teams to funnel talent up yeah, and give support to, to drivers instead of just waiting for everyone else to do it and then poaching them when they get to the top. Yeah. That's, I mean, all that's kind of nitpick stuff, but the good, the thing is if the ladder gets healthy, then that's less of a problem because there's so many people coming up and through and there's money being moved and there's drivers coming up. That's my thing. All right, so you got a um, sledgehammer. Oh dear, uh, I'm tearing the system down. You well, to be fair, this is your idea, and this is like what you're very passionate about. I'm tearing the system. This down. This is your passion. Son. It is. We are taking TNT. It's like them crazy old miners, big old TNT. You kind of question their sanity, and they blow the entire mountain up. That's what I'm doing to the division <laughs> system. We might have went a little overboard on the TNT there, Jimbo. What makes you think that? The mountain's gone, Jim. Yeah. That's okay. I meant for it to be that way. we got to put a tunnel in here somewhere, and there's just nothing left. Who needs a tunnel when you can take out the mountain? <laughs> just take the, we just leveled the whole mountain, Chief. <laughs> oh, Lordy. But, all right, just like you, top three series is the same. That's where we get major changes starting. Okay. Tier four. Uh, and you might change my mind. Arca is dissolved. Okay. I love how we had like totally opposite. You're like, we really need to put more care. Arca's dissolved. Well, I, I'm not saying if you have a better idea. I'm just saying that yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. that spot is needs to be healthy. And that needs to be funneling talent. And yes. it's not. So, Arca is abolished. Okay. And is rebranded as the NASCAR National Late Model Stock Tour. Uh, fair. Basically, it's ARCA owned by NASCAR. I think that NASCAR needs to own its its ladder 
just because that makes all these rule changes, there's not relationships being broken because it's one, it's one system. I mean, I'm it's, not, I'm not anti that idea. I don't yeah. think my, I don't think that just blows up my idea. Here's the place Same where concept. your, here's the place where our ideas differ. Here, that means the first super speedway race you do will be in a truck. That means the first road course race you do will be in a truck. Okay. Because late models, you're not going to put a late model stock on Daytona. I mean... <laughs> no, I you're mean, not. You could. Let me, let me reemphasize. You're not going to put a late I mean, model stock on Daytona. You could. <laughs> you're also probably not going to run a late model stock on a road course. They're you not could. made for that. But... Yet. They would be completely short tracks. And for lack of a better word, it's car store. It's car store. Basically. And this is where my next year comes into practice. And I agree with you where you at least have to, if you're doing a one-off, like a Scott McLaughlin, a notable driver, to me, they should have to do a truck series race at each of the certain kinds of tracks before they race those kinds of tracks. But I think that's as low as those requirements go. Um, now for full-time rides, I think you should have to climb. Um, so basically cars tour, NASCAR, late model stock, whatever we want to call that. That's, that is the fourth tier. The fifth tier has a split here. There's two different series in this tier. I'm kind of biased right here. Cause we, uh, we saw a lot of great racing with this type of car. NASCAR limited late models. We saw the Limiteds run with Southeast Super Trucks, put great racing together. That was honestly my favorite race of the night, almost every night. Those will basically follow the stock tour. I don't know if you've looked at the schedule at all, Turnpike, with the Cars Tour, but if you look next to the date and the place, there's this thing that it's like late model stock slash pro late model. This is just pro late model. They have both their tours running, but for the most part, they just mirror each other. There's a couple one-offs for a series here or there. That's, I think that should be um, Tier 5 is the Limiteds that follow the late model stocks. The other thing that is in the same tier, in my opinion, is the Wheel and Modified Tour. This is where it gets interesting. Where do you put the modifieds? Because they are completely different. You want to hear my opinion? Don't put them in it. The modifieds have no place in the NASCAR ladder as that is a completely different platform. It's an open wheel car that goes in circles. It's it's not remotely <laughs> relate like oval no. racing is as close as it gets. That's why I put the put it below <clears throat> the late model stock. That's why dirt racing's not on the ladder because it's so different. Yeah. Now, can it help you? In certain ways, yes, but and it's here's completely the thing. different. I want to emphasize this because I don't want people to think that I I think modified drivers are to a lower esteem than cars tour drivers. That's not true. Mike Stefanik is in the Hall of Fame because of his modified racing career. Modified guys are awesome racers. And I believe some of the best racers in NASCAR came came through and are, were in the Modifieds. And we don't know the talent we're missing from the Modified Tour because they want to stay there. You know? there's The Modified Tour is an awesome thing, and the drivers there are awesome drivers. 
but the cars do not at all mimic what the rest of stock car racing is. So I put it below late model stock because it's just it's not representative. If someone is climbing the ladder, I think that it can be a tier five. You go from modifieds and then you go up race the late model stocks to get more use of that type of car. But I think it belongs in tier five. And tier six is kind of like what you're saying. It's more general. But I think it is the NASCAR Advanced Auto Parts Weekly Series that runs right now. There could be modifications to that system, don't get me wrong, but it's the independent track championships. It's the overall... I don't think there'd be overall champions anymore because there is a late model stock. Um, There is a late model stock champion now in the fourth tier. But it's NASCAR partnering with tracks, running seasons at that track. And... I believe that's the sixth tier. Did not put specifically Cars Tour in here. I did not specifically put um, a lot of other series that just kind of aren't in NASCAR's umbrella just because they can be their own thing. They're not associated with the NASCAR ladder, in my opinion. Cars Tour is the closest thing that I would say would, and it I still don't think it does because it's not owned by NASCAR. You don't have... I mean... <laughs> I don't know. I just I think NASCAR's got to get their hands a little dirty and work on the roots. I'm in that weird spot that I feel like we tread that line a lot of man. NASCAR sucks. Also, NASCAR needs to fix it. Like, well, they have the power to. That's yeah, the they thing. just they just choose not to. Yeah, or they actively make it worse. Well, I think they see all the eyeballs are pointed at the big guys, so the little guys are not seen as an important issue to fix. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I mean, yeah. And here, that that does solve your short term problem of something going wrong uh, going wrong in your top two, top three series. But then once you get below that, how many eyeballs are watching each of those races? How many eyeballs are keeping track with the season long championship? How many people were at the Southeast Super Truck season finale? Uh, that night was a blur. I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't remember it. It wasn't a ton. I was doing pit row interviews, so I don't remember. Yeah. It was it was not as much as we would like, obviously. No, well, yeah. Well, we could have a sold-out stadium, and it wouldn't be as much as we'd like. So, <laughs> But the smaller series are the ones that get overlooked because of the amount of eyeballs on them. But I think that that's going to, if you, I mean, they call it NASCAR Roots. What happens when your roots dry up? You die. That tree die. So, not to be so grim about it, but <laughs> it's just something that really needs to get fixed. Um, We're going to talk about this. I think a positive thing that just happened. We just heard Dale Jr., Kevin Harvick, Jeff Burton, um, Justin Marks. I think that was all of them. They partnered in and bought Cars Tour. Now, supposedly everything's going to stay the same. Day-to-day is going to not change at all. But it was just literally going, they know the market. They have the expertise to get this thing marketed right. Maybe this is going to be a a way that they can help push this thing further. I just think that 
in most aspects of life, people are not just wanting to follow something to just have something to do. I think people are a little bit looking for something to be important for them to invest their time in. Yeah. So NASCAR Cup Series. People invest that. It's the same people. It's the biggest level of competition. People get invested in that. People aren't necessarily invested in local track because it's not the big deal and they're just not invested in it. And that might sound weird, but a, a thing to think about is if people are really truly into it and they're diehards, they are much more likely to go to local tracks and stuff and do that yeah. than just casual people. So like an example I use for this is Overwatch. I've always I don't know if you've never played Overwatch. I'm going to go ahead and just call that right now. No. Yeah, so they ended up making a professional league. They had like tons of professional teams that would do re- like tournaments and stuff, but they weren't like structured league. They made a structured league and um I've been following it for like 5 years. Like it started in like 2018. So, I was a diehard, and I watched basically every match they played. Every team played 40 matches the first year, and I watched almost all of them. They had matches like four days a week, and I I watched pretty much all of them. Wow. And there would be like three or four matches a day for four days a week. So, I was quite invested. But that yearning for that competition didn't go away, so I watched Contenders, which was like their Division 2. Yeah. What would be like their version of the Xfinity series or whatever. Yeah. So, and then you'd watch local people, you'd watch streamers. So the the important thing is, and I think this is kind of what NASCAR's thinking. So what they're thinking is, like we've talked about, a rising tide floats all boats. Yeah. And there's also kind of the trickle-down economics of it yeah so when nascar was absolutely booming and there was a ton of top division nascar fans and all of those fans would go and watch the lower series because if you like something you're going to want to get more of it well hey they run a second division race the night before holy crap i'm all about that i'll watch it yeah i'll watch a third division race i'll watch a fourth division race if you are truly invested in something you'll watch all aspects of it yeah like of course I don't watch as many lower divisions of stuff anymore because I watch like seven different like major leagues. Yeah, I try to keep up with football, basketball, the European football slash soccer. I mean, I try to keep up with and NASCAR, all three divisions of NASCAR. That's I mean, that's a lot to keep up with. So yeah. I don't go as deep as I used to. Um, but yeah, if you are kind of super invested into it, you're going to want to get as much of it as possible. Yeah. And those are the people that are going to go to your short tracks and all that other stuff. Yeah, just those series have to have integrity. Those series have to be put together well. And right now, ARCA isn't. And I think that's also hurting. Not only does it hurt ARCA itself, but then where do you go? I mean, there's a lot of people who subscribe to stuff like uh, Pit Row TV and Flow and Dirt yeah, Vision. Pit Row, no, no, no free clout for flow tv no free clout pit row tv all the way all the way but not biased not biased but people go to all those different um avenues to find local racing but i wonder how many people just don't know where to go partially because arca is so bad you know i mean way to put it i mean that's that's putting it Arca is bad. It'll go. Yep, that's they true. should change Arca to just BAD. BAD, nice. 
<laughs> I get it. Bad so auto bad. drivers. Bad auto. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, let me. Not all Arca drivers are bad. Uh, I was gonna say but where? or something. <laughs> uh, just where are nothing. you going with that? Nowhere good. Let's let's be honest. And it's not it's not the people who run the cars. It's more the series and the people who are making the decisions. There's got there's got to be some changes made one way or another. But um, is that it for us? I it it probably should be. I think we're getting to the point where we're just complaining. Yeah, and I mean, of I'm course, tired. there is a there is a there it's is a part for that. Bedtime. There is a part for complaining, but I think that what it boils down to is when we talk about the ladder, we just we want it to be healthy, and it needs to be healthy because right now the Cup Series is in a decent spot because all the seats are filled. Yeah, in a certain with somebody, there's no like absolute fraudulent activity going on. We got rid of Cole Custer. I, I mean, even Cole Custer is a race winner. Like, if we say that Cole Custer is not performing, of a stupid 550 package. He still has a win under his belt. No one even. I'm likes just Kentucky. hold on. Here's what I'm just saying. Like, even the one guy that me and you like to pick on, yeah, has won a race at the top, like the top division. Yeah. Like, that's still like a a really big achievement. So, we got rid of Quinn Half. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. But you know, like like let's be real. If we even if we think that Cole Custer Cole Custer is definitely not the You can't talk uh, about any of the Cup Series drivers and go that is a bad driver. No. Uh, no, no, no. We're, There's not one. That's a good that's a good spot to be in. I mean, who else I, I mean, mean F one even had their guy I guess it wasn't this past year, it was two years ago. It may have been this past who what was his name? He his his name was literally turned into like a wrecking pun. Latifi? Was it him? Stroll? You got strolled? Maybe it was Latifi. I'm trying to think. Mahavir Ragunathan? <laughs> Mahavir Ragunathan, the goat. The goat. The no, goat, the lord and king of autosport. He finished literally like last in last year, like not this current, like last oh, year. Oh, are you talking about Oh, Mazapin? Mazaspin. Mazaspin. Let's yeah. go. Was it 2 years ago or last yeah, year? Yeah, it was the season before last. That's year. what I thought. Yeah. Mazaspin. I mean, we we had someone who we literally made fun of going he keeps wrecking. Yeah. NASCAR, we don't even that. have that. I mean, you could say something about Recky Spinhouse, but well, you can say I'm accident kidding. prone. Yeah, but also, I I mean, I don't know if you ever because you don't ever watch the races because you're always busy doing stuff. You have to watch them later. Ricky is accident prone because he is he just takes a lot of risks. He does. There is a yes. difference between skill issue goofing and wrecking. Yeah. Or I'm going to make an aggressive move to try to win the race. Yeah. There is a massive difference. So. I think that that's fine, but the thing is, that will, and it might eventually run out, where the Xfinity is going to be really weak because there's not a lot of people coming up the ladder, yeah. and all the Xfinity is going to be gutted. That's where the problem arises, so hopefully we get it fixed before that point. I kind of think of it this way. <laughs> we have a ladder. We're talking about wanting all the rungs on the ladder to be solid. Right now, the top three rungs on the ladder are solid. And then you can't get to him because it's too high up. The only way up to him is by buying a helicopter and getting to the top of the ladder. That's actually not a bad analogy. Because <laughs> the only way to climb the ladder is with a bunch of money. It doesn't matter about skill. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is like, 
you can't just lift yourself up. <laughs> you got to buy a helicopter, get up to those top three rungs. Yeah. You can't climb. It's too far to climb. It's like yeah. Everest. Yeah. It's like it's like you're in Disney World and you have to buy the skip the line pass. Actually, I mean it's I mean it's called the fast pass, but you know, well it's Genie Plus now and you have to pay for it. Used to you could have free skip the line passes. Now you have to pay $15 for one of them because corporate. So um once That's again, stupid. corporate ruins everything, so never let your brand become corporate. Um as I just called for NASCAR to own the top six. <laughs> I want NASCAR shouldn't own anything, but also they should take control of everything we have. Yes, monopolize so. Tottenham. Monop- <laughs> Monop- we should we should turn NASCAR into a communist state. <laughs> Actions detrimental to stock car racing penalty does return. Can confirm. Brian, Brian France is the new president. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. Total the car shot. <laughs> <laughs> Missed the start time. Shot. Jump to restart. I just think shot. We, I just think we need a little bit of work on the tires. <laughs> Criticize NASCAR. Shot. Once again, this is a joke. <laughs> I, I just have to be. We're saying NASCAR and shot in the well, same. I mean, as long sentence. as Brian France doesn't get anywhere near the leadership ladder. Ooh, actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Do you know how many actions detrimental penalties we had <laughs> when he was in charge? I don't know. I don't. Denny see, Hamlin literally just so said. Denny vague. Hamlin just literally said, "It was when the Gen Six was just coming out. It was 2013, and he was like, we just have some work to do with these cars. They're not racing like they should.' Yeah. Well, it's a silencer. It's not. It's not for the betterment of stock car racing. It's just a vague thing. You can just. It's the shut up. Yeah. It's the shut. And that. That is, I mean, that's quite close to communism. That is deduct social score. It's like you're in China where they deduct social credits because it's like, hey, um, there could be a thing and somebody would come out and be like, hey, there is a problem with this car. This car is dangerous. Okay, well, no one's going to know that because we just find the snot at it. You stop talking about how dangerous the cars yeah. are. Like that, that cannot go. I'm glad that that wasn't really a thing this year. People getting penalized for the unsafe car comments, you know? Well, they did fail tech that one time. <laughs> they failed tech. I don't. But want- I would rather it be a they fail tech than yeah. You literally get a. I just think it's funny that it's Denny and Kevin talking about how unsafe they are, and then both of them got. Well, Denny got DQ'd, like straight up DQ'd, and then For Harvick just tape. got penalized. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy. That right? was like my one. Um, title picture what do you call that what what's the picture that people see when they see our oh, podcast? The, the cover yeah that was the one cover i created the time they both got disqualified from pocono you did not make that yeah i did that was the only one i did the you can't do that no not the you it was the one with the two x's on the cars and the crown on the third oh yeah you put it on twitter I thought that was what we used for the actual episode. No, that was not the cover. What are you talking about? This I'm man talking has, about... This man has lost his mind. It was the you can't do that episode, and I made it. Because I've made all of them, except for... Well, I say except for all, except for one. There's one that I made as a joke that we ended up using as the actual... Uh, the actual one. Hold on, let's see. Actually... I thought I spe- I specifically remember because I asked you how it was and you said you would have done it without color. No, you you posted it on you posted it on Twitter. 
before I before we talked about it, you had posted it on Twitter. It's uh, that's right here. You can't do that, Pokemon. Oh, that kind of makes me. Oh, yep. You, you stupid f in the chat. I remember that. I and I <laughs> I remember this very vividly because I was at Duke University having an MRI. And on the way down, because that was right after we were at Motor Mile, the next day I went to got up early. We got home at like four a.m. Just get up early to go to the hospital. Got up to go to church. <laughs> oh, okay. was there for all three services, then left and drove to Duke. Watched the race on the way down, and when I was kind of just there, went to get my MRI. Came out, and that was when I got the notification. After when I got my phone back. That was when all of the the it had it happened while I was on the table getting an MRI. Yeah, I rem, I vi, I will never forget that coming out and him and Kyle Busch didn't getting DQ'd. That was an awesome moment for different reasons. I don't like anyone getting DQ'd, but it was like what the heck? Like that was cool. Yeah, that was cool. Well, well, I guess it's time to get on. Out shut of here. up! Time to get out of here, dude. Yeah. I'm tired. Well, I'm tired, but you know what I'm not tired of? Telling people to follow us on Twitter at RightSidesPod, me at Turnpike underscore. Me at RSO underscore. I didn't, why Why did you try to make that so smooth? And on Twitter, I mean Instagram, at RightSidesOnly. Follow us there, and uh, we'll see you Don't whenever we see RL. you. Don't follow us That's kind of yeah. weird, bro. Unless you're cute. And then it hit me up. <laughs> what? <laughs> Not green though. He's we married. We do realize this is like mostly male. Hey, that is that is. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I I think. <laughs> what are our demographics? Have they ch- have? I know they're not great. <laughs> there are nine percent of our viewers are female. I'll have you know. Oh, okay. It used to be a better percentage than that, but it's fallen. So yeah. Does your does your statement stand? I mean. <laughs> there could be some absolute smoke show that watches this episode for the first time and it's like hey but there's a 90% chance that that's it's a, a guy dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well alright we'll get off of here y'all have a great day night Evening. I want to say night because we don't know when this episode's going out it's we're, 10 we're, o'clock we're adjusting to try some different post times to see what works so none of them are going to no. but it's worth a shot yeah. you get zero viewers here get zero viewers here it's consistent. Yeah. Yeah, it's very consistent. Very so. consistent podcast. Yep. All right. Well, we will see you next week when uh, Dylan Green will recite the Star Spangled Banner backwards while drinking a can of Coke. So we will see you then. I don't even like soda. <laughs> it's going to be a rough week for you then. <laughs> I don't have dyslexia either, so... That would have made this task actually easier. Well, there you go. <laughs> Was that mean? <laughs> Maybe. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Amen. <laughs>